Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Real Film Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Matt Hanshaw, in beautiful Prescott, Arizona. And with me, as always, my good buddy, Mike Talent. Hey, everybody. How are you doing? This is Mike. I'm doing well. Uh, I can't. I can't do it, man. It's too I know, much. You're laughing like the whole time when I'm talking. It's hilarious. Love it. Anyways, welcome everyone. Podcast time. Movie review time. Yes, the movie we are talking about today came out technically in 2019 in November, but I did not get it at the movie theater. Mike, did you get it at the movie theater over there in uh, the East Coast? Uh, yeah, we got it. Uh for one week uh around halloween and then it disappeared and then but now it's back because it got nominated for uh best movie well it clearly must have been after halloween because november 9th was its release date in the united states okay maybe just right after halloween i don't know yeah, that's what i remember close enough anyways so today we are talking about a foreign film a film that is nominated for the academy awards best picture a film that shocked the living hell out of me, and I'm sure we're not going to have a whole lot to talk about until we get into the spoilers, because it's hard to talk about this movie without spoiling the living hell out of it. Mike, today we are talking about Parasite. Yes, yes, today we're talking about Parasite. So I'm going to try and give you the best rundown I can, but I have to apologize, Matt. This, uh, the movie is a Korean movie, as you mentioned and all the actors are Korean. And you know I'm terrible with American names. So imagine me with Korean names. But on the plus note, I do love their food. I mean, who doesn't love their food, right? Woo, I mean, seriously. Kimchi. All that stuff's great. So everybody loves that. Well, Mike, you know what? Just do the best you can. I hope that if one of the directors, editors, stars runs across our podcast on accident because i know they won't be looking for it they forgive you as well okay all right all right so mike do your best for all right a south korean parasite rundown all right so the director is bong joon ho writers are bong joon ho and jin won han uh it's starring kang ho sung sun keen lee Yoi Young Yo, Wu Si Choi. That's all. I I think that's all I can get. <laughs> Dude, you did pretty good. You did pretty good. So don't yeah. feel bad about that, Mike. You did well. You did very well. Yeah. And as far as the description for this movie, man, I don't know. I uh, without spoiling it, like you said, I guess I'm just gonna say this is a movie about a family, and they're. I guess they're dynamic and how they live. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I, I, I go, I don't, it's more about two families and well, one it, family's it, climb out of poverty. How's that? Okay. I'll take that. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough, man. It's tough. All right. So Mike, uh, uh, structure, no structure today. What are we starting out with? We're going to talk about uh, the cinematography and the acting and 
the uh, technical qualities of this film? That's, that? uh, that's us- that, yes, that's usually what we talk about in this in this part. Yeah. See, I remember. I'm member. I got the member berries. <laughs> okay. Nice. Um. So, what did you think of the cinematography in this movie? It was good. I enjoyed it. I thought it was well, very well done. How about yourself, Michael? I liked it. Some of the outside scenes and some of the, I guess, the the di- different shots of the places, I guess, that they went uh, really helped to emphasize some of the story things that I don't want to talk about yet. <laughs> well, like a good one is uh, how the cinematography in the poor family's home definitely feels very cramped very invasive in your face but when you get to the more well-off people's home it's open and it's well lit and it's bright and it's colorful and it's just stylized better so that helps tell the story really well yeah 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 um let's see trying to think of any other things what are some of the other technical what what did you think of the sound design in this it was good it you know it's always tough because uh it is a foreign film i i do like that they did not dub it that they decided to just go with subtitles which i think is definitely better because um i i know a lot of people are against foreign films and against reading and all that stuff but you just don't get that raw emotion from the actors when it is dubbed you just don't yeah yeah like a lot of times the dub doesn't match what the voices say like i would rather read it i think it's better yeah i i don't have a problem with it i know a lot of people do but i don't have a problem with it and i you know made sure today on the radio to let everybody know that it is a foreign film and it is subtitled and so if you don't like that don't go yeah i was you know, when I saw the name of this movie, I really thought it was going to be a horror-type movie, and uh, I don't think I really saw any trailers or anything for it. I might have seen one, but it was a long time ago, and I was surprised. How it was a lot different than what I was expecting, which is fine, but I, I definitely was interested in seeing this one since it was nominated for Best Picture. I would say it's a thriller, it's a comedy, and it has elements of horror in it, but it is definitely not a horror film. I think this is a genre-bending film for sure. And I thought I think that's one of those things that I really enjoyed about it is it blindsided me as well. I was not expecting the film that I got. I was expecting something completely different. Yeah, I wasn't sure what I was going to get, really. I just knew that all these people had raved about it, so this movie was awesome, so I just wanted to go see it. And then it was nominated for Best Picture, so I was like, wow, must be really awesome. Yeah, not just Best Foreign Film, but Best Picture overall. I mean, how incredible would it be if this won? Because they've never had a South Korean film nominated for a foreign film, I believe, let alone nominated for best picture overall let alone a foreign film win best picture overall yeah i think it's kind of a long shot for it to win but yeah it is in in my opinion it is it's it's a great film though and i wouldn't be surprised if it won 
but I definitely don't think it's going to. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on that one. All right, Mike. Who are you texting? I'm not texting anybody. <laughs> it looks like you're texting. <laughs> no, I'm just uh I'm just kicking my feet up, just relaxing. Kicking back. Well, speaking of relaxing, do you have a question you want to ask me, Mike? Yeah, oh, I do, man. Um what kind of relaxing beverage are you uh drinking right now? <sighs> well, Mike. Thank you for asking. This beer comes out of my fridge from a six-pack I bought a while ago. I've drank them before. It is tasty. It is the Barrio Blonde Ale from the Barrio Brewing Company in Tucson, Arizona. Oh, nice, man. Nice. All right, Mike. Ah. So does this, the streak without an IPA continue? It does. It does. Check this out. Uh-oh. I've got this weird, funky beer that is called Oatmeal Raisin Cookie, and it's a brown ale, because brown ales don't get any love. Dude, you know who has a really good brown ale? I drank some this weekend. Oak Creek Canyon. They're nut brown. Delightful. Love that Ooh, beer. That, that is a good one, yeah. Yeah. It's a good beer. Yeah. So, does it taste like a cookie? It does taste like a cookie. It's really good. Now, is it like super sweet or is it just like cookie? No, it's uh, it's it's nice and balanced. It has like a little bit of sweetness, but it's not like too sweet. Like it's it's not like um, like some like dessert type beers are like super super sweet or whatever. And I don't like that. And this is not one of those. So it's not super sweet. It's got just a little hint of sweet, and then it you know fades away. It's good, nice, very nice, nice. I'll have to look into that because it. Uh, I do like my oatmeal cookies. That's for sure. My mom yeah, makes some uh, good ones. It's by a Florida brewery uh, called Cigar City. Oh, that might be tough. Get it over here. You on your East Coast, man. You can get beers from almost everywhere except for here. Yeah, well, there's this imaginary line. Well, I mean, it's not imaginary, but it's called the Mississippi River. And for whatever reason, everything stops there. So things on the right of that, I can get. Things on the left, I can't. That's not 100% true. You get here in Nevada. That's because they opened a brewery over here. On, um, well, yes, I could get it before. But they did open a brewery here on the East Coast over in uh, North Carolina. It's kind of close to Asheville area. They opened a brewery. Huh, I had no idea. That's interesting. Uh, I think it's uh, to help cut down on costs. Turns out beer's heavy. Yeah. So shipping it is sh- <laughs> shipping it across. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the United States was not very economical. So for the East Coast, I'm not exactly sure how much it covers, but they they set up all uh, East Coast hub, and then they have the West Coast hub, and then I guess the people in the middle. I don't know. I guess, I guess they get it. Up to probably the Mississippi River, honestly. No, they can I feel have like that's the Bud dividing Light. line. They get Bud Light, they get Coors Light, they can have all the shitty beers. We get the good beers, right, Mike? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> high life only. Yeah, high life only. The champagne of beers. Yeah, none of none of the Silver Bullet or any of that stuff. Rocky Mountains. Yeah, the Silver Bullet and all those are right next to over here, though. You know, Denver. Anyways, all right, enough about beers, Mike. How 
are we going to talk about this movie without spoiling it? I just don't see a possible way. I mean, it's. I think we've pretty much got it covered without spoiling it. The uh, the story, I think, is the shining light of the film. How's that? Yeah, that's <laughs> yes, that's. I like that, Matt. The acting, like the acting was really, really good, in my opinion. Again, it makes it a little tougher to judge being uh, a foreign film, but I believed every single one of them, including the rich and the poor family and the kids, because there are a handful of child actors in here. I, I was never kind of taken out of the scene based on someone doing a shitty job acting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought all the humor was still good. It was uh, universal humor. It was, it was fun. Yeah, which is a shock because, yeah, humor is one of those things that does not translate well between countries at all. Yeah, but they did a lot of humor that I think, I mean, it translated well here. I'm pretty sure it would translate throughout most of the world. So Yeah, I agree with that. All right, Mike, this is a South Korean film. I know it's going to be hard for you, but let me ask. Oh, man, you totally missed it. That's what she said. <laughs> yeah, i like how because i missed it you had to point it out that yeah i missed it i was just like oh i shouldn't have said that oh that's what she said so anyways all right so mike i think i'm gonna ask it anyways and i you know if you didn't find it you can just say i didn't find it because you're a slacker but mike how does parasite relate to the marvel cinematic universe Well, Matt, yeah, like we've talked about, this is a foreign film. It's made in South Korea. I mean, how could it possibly be linked to the MCU? But through diligent, hard sleuthing on our unofficial sponsor, IMDb, I was able to find uh, James Wright, who is a Dolby consultant, also worked on sound editing on Guardians of the Galaxy. What? No way. Yeah. Dude, that's crazy. Yeah, I had to dig deep. That's that's pretty much that was my last area to look for stuff, you know, like every everyone else seemed to be uh, you know, South Korean, you know, makes sense. It was filmed in South Korea. It is kind of oh. where they made the film. Yeah, it is who the director is. That's his nationality. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. Wow, that's incredible, Mike. The streak continues. Yes. That is incredible. I was actually I was I was pretty skeptical myself, but I decided to look anyway. Well, all right, Mike, you know what that means? We can now finally really talk about the film and spoil the hell out of it because that's the part we're at. So we finally can talk about the story a little bit and hopefully not spoil too much of it. Uh there might be some parts that we just leave completely out. Because it it they're shocking, I mean literally shocking, and just catch off guard hard. But Mike, all right, go for it. Um, so I guess I'll start with I really didn't think that this movie was going to be about um like social economic kind of like status and like kind of a class system and and how you fit into things 
And it it was. Yeah. Big time. We got another film in 2019 about economic strife and class systems. I mean, you can sit down and look at a lot of the films of 2019. I mean, Joker was clearly about that. Just a bunch of films in 2019 was about it. And here we get a foreign film from South Korea that's about the exact same thing. So clearly there is something going on in the world today. Not to get political, but I was shocked. <laughs> I was Matt, shocked. Matt, you, uh, you just reminded me of uh, the Aerosmith song, Living on the Edge. Living on the you Edge? Because you just quoted it exactly. Damn right I did. <laughs> I'm all about Steven Tyler. He's my dog. Yeah. So, Actually, I'm more about with the world today. I think that's the first line, first verse in, in that song. Yeah, it is. I, I'm more obsessed with his daughter, though, Liv Tyler. Oh, yeah. You like the elves? Yeah, dude. She's pretty. With or without the ears is fine. Yeah. You have an ear, ear thing? I have an ear thing? Yeah. Oh, of course. I mean, who doesn't? No, yeah. I don't have an ear thing, you nut job. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she's in some new show too, right? Um, mm, yeah, I think so. With Rob Lowe, Texas something. Yes, T- Texas cops, Texas firefighters, T- uh, maybe Texas firefighters, something like that. I don't know. I don't. I, I I only see flashes of stuff like that when I watch the news in the morning. So, anyways, all right, Mike. So, social class. It was not a movie about literally a parasite. And the question is, though, who was the parasite, though? Was it the family? Was it the undisclosed people that we're not going to discuss until maybe later? Or was it the rich family? Or was it, like, who's the parasite? I don't know, Matt. I think that was somewhat of the point. Is uh, It's kind of more of an open question. Right. I agree. Uh, it's left to interpretation. But... It was interesting to see how uh, the poor family uh, worked their, um, I guess, charlatan ways to all gain uh, gainful employment. Wow, charlatan ways. Nice, man. Nice use of the English language, Mike. Have you been reading more lately? I think I did read some. Uh, I, uh, I don't know. Uh, I've been reading a book about my favorite drifter guy his name is jack reacher oh nice nice well yeah i got a book for christmas oh and you're not done yet slacker i mean it's already february almost dude i i don't i don't read so good (laughs) oh mike i'm just harassing you one of the things i found interesting oh you were gonna say something go for it what are you gonna say Matt, I like how uh, you use the word shine, uh, the words shine a light on because of some of the messaging in the movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uses. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Morse code lights. Yeah. 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 That was cool. That was cool. That was interesting. That was unique. Do you remember your Morse code, Mike, from uh, your days in the Scouts? Absolutely not. I don't. Neither do I. <laughs> one thing i found interesting was the uh there's not really like a villain in the movie if you think about it there's not really a villain like you don't hate the rich people because they're rich 
you don't hate the poor people because of what they're doing to the rich people. It's more about these families just trying to make it through the world any way they can. And like, I don't think they're purposely trying to hurt the rich people moving in and taking over all these different jobs and basically sponging off of them and taking their money. Yeah, maybe being a parasite. Exactly. But it just seems like they're just two families that are trying to make it through life. And yes, the the poor family is trying to do anything and everything they can to literally stay alive. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. Like, are you falling asleep? No, dude. No. All right. All right. All right. So I know you don't want to talk about the big secret or do you want to talk about the big secret? No, I think, I think that, I think that should be seen and, and felt. Okay. You know? Okay. All right. Cause dude, that shit was straight up out of left field. Dude, I totally, nope, but, didn't see that. Coming. There was no predicting that. None whatsoever. Nope. Uh-uh. Mm. No, sir. Nope. And of course it happens when they're all camping and it's raining and chaos ensues. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, no, I didn't see that. Dude didn't see that coming at all, man. It's crazy. Um, so this, this movie is really impactful. After Afterwards, you know, I was just sitting thinking about it. It's like, wow. Hmm. It's definitely a thinking person's movie. Yeah, I've, you know, I saw it before you did. I think we discussed it on the last pod that I saw it. Yeah, you had already seen yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. And I still think about it every now and then when I'm like waiting in line to, at a stoplight or something, I'll start thinking about this movie. And that's that's a great sign of a good film is one that makes you think. I like that. Like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. So what else do you want to talk about on Parasite? Um <sighs> I don't know what else. Um I know it's difficult without ruining it. Yeah, I don't know if I want to. I, I don't know. I, I think we kind of covered on some things, but I, I don't think I want to talk about anything else. Okay. The well, so I, like I, I said, think the, we're the sets were good. The acting was good. Yeah, story was story was really good. Incredible. It's truly what makes the movie. Absolutely, story was very key. But I, I do think this is a complete package. I think this is a, a a fantastic film all the way around. So speaking of that, Mike, how many reels? Ooh, this is a tough one, Matt. Um, so I think I'm going to give this one four out of five reels. Four out of five. Wow, wow. A little harsh. A little yeah. harsh. Are we? You know me. <laughs> yes, I do. Sometimes more intimately than I would like. <laughs> All right. I know. You're falling asleep. I'll get it over with. All right, Mike. Well, I thought this movie was phenomenal. I thought it was the complete package, the total package. I scared, If you listen to the radio this morning, you would know my rating, but I, I know you don't because you're at work by then. I give it five reels, Mike. Whoa, five reels. All right. I freaking loved this movie. I thought it was amazing. Okay, cool. 
Uh, do you think our listeners should watch it in the theater? I, I guess it'll be in the theater for a little while because of the, the nomination stuff now. Well, that's what I was talking about a little bit on the radio this morning. I like to keep hearkening back to the radio, which if you want to hear the interview, I'm going to put it on the podcast right after our outro song, as always. But Nice, nice. Except for that one week when uh, we were off and I did two movies, because 1917, I did 1917 and Bad Boys on the same day, which was last week's. But anyways, um, what I suggested to our radio listeners on Magic 99.1 was you don't need to rush out and see it in the theaters unless you want to see it before the Academy Awards because this film did come out in the U.S. in November, so that means it will be hitting video on demand, it'll be hitting Redbox, and it'll be hitting DVD and Blu-ray probably within the next month or so, maybe a little longer. So I say wait. Yeah, Yeah, they might hold off on putting it out on those until uh, they think the theater run is complete. Right. So they they because they might normally it would probably be out maybe almost now but I think with the nomination they're gonna try and see how much more I mean this just sound terrible but how much more they can milk the public from the theater yeah there's nothing wrong with that and then also then they can put it on their box uh-huh, winner of yes. best foreign film. Actor yeah. Year, oh yes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're right. Yep. Because it's That'll already won. Too. I think it's won a bunch of stuff at Sundance's, and I, I don't know if it won any Golden Globes. I, I didn't really pay attention to the Golden Globes. Was this a can movie? Yeah. Or, uh, like yeah. Yeah. It hit the independent film circuit for sure before it came out uh, nationwide. Yeah. But it's it won a bunch of stuff, a bunch of independent awards and things like that. So, you know, that'll all be on the box. But I, my suggestion was if you really want to see it and do like what we we attempt to do every year, sometimes we get it, sometimes we don't, where we see every single best picture, it is worth going and seeing it in the theater. It's going to be tough. We have, uh, I think, two or three showings a day here in Prescott. And they're usually during the day. They're usually like 10 o'clock and like 4 and stuff like that. So if you're a working person, it's tough. But it's not a must-see in the theater. I don't think you are going to get any more out of it at the theater than you will watching it at home. Okay. All right. It's not a big action blockbuster, you know, Michael Bay, you know, Bay Bang. (laughs) I was wondering if you're going to work that in there, Matt. Of course you did. That's what she said. Nice. Hashtag Bay Bang. <laughs> All right, Mike. So what are we talking about next week then? Um, oh. We are talking about... Man, I'm blanking. Uh, birds of Prey. Yeah, Birds of Prey. With the, 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 talking with the Harley Quinn and... Uh, all the other characters. Do you want to hear the full title of this movie, which is absolutely freaking ridiculous? It's really long, I think. Go for it, yeah. Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. <laughs> yeah. We will just refer to it as Birds of Prey. I think most people will. Starring Margot Robbie, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, and Ewan McGregor, our boy from Dr. Sleep. Yes. And Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yes. He's got a... Don't they have a... um, Disney Plus have a show called Obi or something that's coming out? Oh, hell, dude. You haven't been paying attention to the news. They 
They are facing massive delays about it. A lot of people are very upset. Lots of rumors going on. People are pissed. People are very pissed that that it's getting pushed back. They might not, because they were supposed to start production on it, I think, within the next month or two. Now production is pushed back to next summer. Not this summer, 2021. Again, all rumors, all speculation, but... In the movie world, in the movie news world, that's what they're saying. So, wow, damn it! All right, damn it! Sorry, Matt. I know. Sorry, Mandalorian that means another year of uh, uh, Disney Plus. I I know. I'm just gonna have to keep watching Mandalorian. Love the Mandalorian. Yeah. Do you just have it on loop? Do you just uh, did you just download it to your uh, your phone, and then that way you can just kind of loop it, so you just you know, walking around, driving, whatever. You're just watching it. Yeah, yeah. No, I have it up on my dashboard. I got one of those things like you where I stick my phone in it. And instead of it being GPS, it's just Mandalorian. Nice. Awesome. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. Well, all right, Mike. I think we are done for this podcast. Let's uh, remind the folks to check us out on the socials, the Instagrams, the Twitters, the Tweet Faces, the Facebooks. Join our Facebook group, which is fun. A lot of people have been getting going, especially today in the Facebook group. There's some, some little bit of controversy going on in there today. That was fun. So uh, check it out. Join up. Hang out with us. Talk some smack. Um, yeah. Yeah. Other than that, you know what? Uh, I think I'm done. Uh, Magic 99.1. Again, there's another plug. Listen to me on the radio every Monday. Sounds good, man. Uh, I guess with all that, we should wrap it up, huh? Yeah, if you want, Mike. You look like you're falling asleep. Yeah, I'm I'm getting tired. But, uh, all right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody, and catch us on our next pod. Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now, go out and catch a movie. Joining me in studio now on Magic 99.1, Matt Hinshaw from the Real Film Nerds podcast. Good morning, Matt. Good morning, Lisa. Did you see a movie over the weekend? Yes, I did. Yes, what'd you see? I went and saw a little film that is nominated for Best Picture. It is a foreign film. I don't even think we got it when it came out last November. Okay. It's called Parasite. Parasite. Yes. And... How was it? I loved it. You did? I thought it was amazing. Really? Yes. Can you give us an idea of what it's about? It's hard to talk about it without spoiling it because yeah. it's so just out there. Yeah. But it's a South Korean film basically based on social class and family. Okay. Were there subtitles? Yes. yes. The entire film is subtitled. Is that rough? <laughs> for me, it's not bad. I'm I'm used to it. I've Good. seen lots of foreign films in right. different levels, but for... I guess some people it might not be good, especially if your eyesight's pretty rough. Yeah. You yeah. probably wouldn't want to go see it until they dub it. So, Oh, I hate dubbed m- movies, though, don't you? Yeah, I, I'm not a huge fan. I would rather read the subtitles, for you, sure. Yeah, I just the dubbing never works out well for yeah. me. Yeah. Okay, so you said so, you loved it. So how many reels are you giving it out of five? Oh, I give it, you're going to shake. I'm going to scream. Uh, five out of five. You're yeah. giving it five. I loved it. That's yeah. amazing. I've never heard you give a, give a film a five before. I think it's because it caught me off guard yeah. so hard. Right. Like, I still think 1917 is going to take the Academy Award. I just loved that movie. I yeah. still think it's a 
better film, even though I didn't give it as high a rating. I know you didn't. I just, Parasite just caught me so off guard, and it was just so unique and just completely not what I thought it was going to be. All right. Well, I am intrigued. I got to go check it out. Yeah, definitely. Check it out. Or, you know, it came out in November, so probably give it... A month, maybe, and it'll probably be on video demand and yeah. Blu-ray and things like that. So yes, that's what we'll do. Harkins does have it. I don't know if you know this, but Harkins does this thing every year for Best Picture. They put all the films back into the theater so you can go watch them. Isn't that smart? I love it. I think it's great. I think it's great, too. Catch Matt's podcast. It's great, too. It's The Real Film Nerds. Thanks for coming in, Matt. Thanks, Lisa. You're welcome.